The playoff matchups are officially set. After a week of play-in basketball, we now know who the other teams in the NBA playoffs will be in 2023. Now, we know where we're at as Phoenix Suns fans. The Suns are playing the Clippers, the team that they lost to in the last game of the regular season on Easter Sunday, which we all know is a game that really didn't matter. But what we're going to do on this podcast, this 2023 playoff preview, is talk about some of the other series, talk about some of the other basketball that's occurring, and then at the back end, the back, you know, 30, 20 minutes of this podcast, we're really going to talk about the upcoming matchup between the Phoenix Suns and the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, I can't do this alone, and unfortunately, Matthew is out with a migraine. So I'm here with a couple of friends. You know them well. First up, from the Fanning the Flames podcast, they haven't recorded an episode since 2021. Give it up for So Says Jay. Mr. Voida, how are you, buddy? Mr. Says Jay, how are you? Thank you. Thank you for, for showing me the respect of not mentioning my last name, unlike some people who one would think after knowing me for 20 plus years, I won't name names, would know not to do it, but has done it multiple times. Is that, up, why, is that why there's been a long podcast? Like, you know, uh, no. Uh, okay. It's, it's because it's because I, 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 I work way too much to me. It's my fault. It's me. It's not okay. them. It's me. I'll be well, honest. Some would say that would be irresponsible. So, and that someone would be you also joining us on the podcast. You know him, you love him. He's the managing editor of BrightSideOfTheSun.com, Mr. David King, NBA. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going, guys? Our son's daddy is here. We both are rocking. Our Dave King is, is my son's daddy t-shirts to celebrate his return to video podcasting. How's everything been, Dave? It's been a while since we've had you on the show. Hey, it's been a while since I've done a, a podcast. I, I do some radio hits here and there, but that's about it. And, uh, so it's nice. I, I do just writing these days. So, uh, uh, sorry for having, making you look at me in the video camera here, but, uh, then I'm, I'm back for one night only. <laughs> no, don't say that because we are going into the playoffs and you know, you're not going to be able to help yourself and you're going to want to come on more sun's jam session podcasts. We know that. And just, just in case I have to remind you how this whole thing works is if I ask you guys questions, Dave, I don't want you typing the answers, all right? This is not writing. This is speaking, okay? So get, <laughs> it's you know, a speaking I, part. It's a speaking part, and I know that you know, you're know you magical with the fingers and the words that you put out there on Bright Side. Uh, for those of you who don't read Bright Side of the Sun, you're wrong. You're wrong. If you're going to other media outlets, you know, you're just wrong, and we all know that. So uh, without further ado, I want to pop into this podcast. I'm going to cool. pop in. Oh, may go I, ahead. I'm sorry. You, oh, you, you said, may. Did you did you say Dave's magical with his fingers? Yes. Hey, hey, He's hey. Checking. Yeah. Okay. Have you read his writing? It tickles. That's on. what she said. It tickles you. His, his quips, his turn of phrases. It tickles no one's your brain. ever used that phrase before. I knew that had you guys <laughs> doing a double take there. Well, again, I appreciate you. guys I'm really glad to join out. you, Darth. I'm good. I'm glad to join you. So, and uh, you know. I am happy to be on a podcast previewing the entire association, even though 99% of the people watching this show only care about one of the 30 teams. But we're going to preview 16 teams tonight, aren't we? Is that we, how we're doing this? We are. And I think it's just it's good for a lot of the Suns fans to understand what's out there, what what's going on, what 
to keep your eye on. Because there's other teams. There's other teams, and there's things to watch and things to get excited for. And potentially, the Phoenix Suns are going to play more of these teams. So if you have a good understanding of how they are perceived, at least by through the eyes of three Suns fans, I mean, we're going to give you so much insight about the Miami Heat. It's going to blow your mind because it's coming through the eyes of a Suns fan. So it's, out, it's also incorrectly. Now that I think about it, you're like, you said Darth and so. It's like, Darth Avoida from Suns Jam. So says Jay. <laughs> His name is Dave. David King. The last three letters are NBA. Oh, so my God. Open a long drink. Hey. Drink them if you got them, friends. Let's start hey, got the goddamn here. show, which will bring us back to Darth Darth. Preview all of the teams that are going to be playing in the NBA playoffs. Obviously, the Phoenix Suns first play on Sunday evening at 5 p.m. Downtown Phoenix is the place to be. But we're going to talk about some of the other teams to start. And I figured the best way to figure out who to talk about first is to spin the wheel of names. (laughs) So we'll give this a spin. And whoever pops up is who we're going to talk about first. And the first series we're going to talk about is the Bucks and the Heat. Okay, you know Bucks your production power Heat. is so much better than than Sun Solar Panel ever was. I, I'm I'm impressed, man. You do a great I, job. I appreciate it. Wait, wait till you see these uh, badass graphics too. Look at that. Damn, it's always buzzing just like neon. Like bar. Neon. Yeah, that's the whole goal. We're we're going with neon theme for this postseason run. So the Bucks are the first seed. The Heat won tonight against the Chicago Bulls as the eight seed. The first question I'll ask to, for both of you, and I'll ask this question repeatedly as we previews all these preview all these different series. We previews. Are you are you going to be watching this series at all, Bucks and Heat? <laughs> uh, first yeah. of all, can I just say really quickly? Fantastic John Mayer reference. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Why, Georgia? Why? Second of all, sorry, Dave, I jumped in so quickly because I just want to compliment his John Mayer reference. Second of all, no. Okay. I'm done. Okay. Fair. (laughs) Dave, what about you? You watching any of these series? I'm not. Yeah, I'm watching a lot of the series, actually. Of this series? Probably. No, no, not this one. Okay. I'm watching a lot of other series. Of course. Yeah, but this one oh focus on the question. Is there any more boring of a series than the Milwaukee Bucks playing the Miami Heat? The Miami Heat, I don't care. They won by twenty, or excuse me, I don't know how many points tonight, but it felt like twenty points tonight over over the um, who Bulls. They played Bulls. Thank you. Which that, is that, also another team points. nobody wants to play. Right? I saw the I saw the play in preview or whatever the lineup tonight, and I'm like, hmm. There's four teams I don't want to see play anymore. Uh, so when now we're down to only having to watch two of them. And the Miami Heat are like that old meme of the guy rising from the dead. You know, the the WWE reference Undertaker. of the dude. Yes, the Undertaker rising from the dead. That's Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat. Uh, we'll just see how long they zombie around in these playoffs before they uh, disappear again. 
this is definitely one of those series that I, I completely agree with you. No, no desire whatsoever. And there's some good playoff basketball. And we're going to get to some of those series as we spin the wheel of names. And I, I'm glad that we started with this one because it's one that I have zero desire because we know what the Bucks are. And the Bucks are most likely, especially seeing as they're the number one seed, they're most likely the team that is going to come out of the Eastern Conference. Now you have a potential clash uh, with the the Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers uh, in the second round. And that's going to be a really good series, but this is going to be a team that's going to the first two rounds. They're really not going to meet a lot of opposition. The Miami heat are not what I would call consumable basketball. And that's kind of the challenge with the play in tournament overall. And I think that this entire play and experience that we've had reminds us of the, the, the ugly side of the play in tournament, right? The plus size is, or the plus side is the fact that <laughs> that the playoffs are plus no, size Oliver now. Miller reference. They are, for that they are plus size. They are plus size now. I mean, the playoffs are now like six hundred pound life size, and unfortunately, with uh, that, you're you going to go. get that was, some. That was a good analogy. Like you're going to get some bad basketball, and we've seen that. We saw that when the Lakers played the Minnesota Timberwolves a few nights ago, and it was stuck at 95 for like five minutes in the fourth. We saw it tonight. That and was he, even more riveting because it was just so, so awful bad. to watch. It was so like bad. He couldn't, Fascinatingly couldn't turn away. bad. Was, like 600-pound like so life. Yes. You can't turn away from it. You're still wondering. You're like, where are you going to put that FUPA? Nobody knows. How are, <laughs> how are you going to – how do you get up out of bed? And that's what watching that game was like on Tuesday night. And again, tonight – you saw some very long stretches of just bad basketball. Well, that's and, the thing in that, in that Lakers game, that was a quarter of bad basketball. It really was in the, in the Timberwolves who also played tonight. Mm -hmm. um, I had no interest in watching and uh, that was bad, but it was only really one quarter worth of bad. And everyone wants to watch the Lakers play poorly, you know? So it was, it was just one of those I, I had to watch tonight, the bucks and the, and the heat. I mean, was there 20 people who tuned in for that one? I'm not sure. Maybe 22 people turned in. I'm not, it, it's terrible. It's just not consumable. And obviously entering the play-in, the, the Miami Heat came in as the seventh seed. So everything ultimately worked out because they lost to the Hawks in their first game. Mm -hmm. And they yeah. potentially were going to play Boston. How bad do you have to be to lose to the Hawks? Exactly. In convincing fashion. So this is a series I think we can all agree. Like there's no desire whatsoever to watch the Bucks in the heat. But I, I will ask this question as I will for every series. What is your prediction of this series? Is it a sweep? Is it a clean sweep? Or does Miami get a game or two in there? I will give you a prediction if you make me a promise. Ooh, this that is... after we go around the predictions, we stop talking about this series and don't mention it again. Fair. Can we just Done. do that? Okay. I'll bring the wheel of names back. We can instantly. even we can even if even if you need more time, you know, filler. We can just talk about the merits of the play in tournament tournament <laughs> overall. But please, no more of this series. Okay. Uh, agreed. Predictions right. faster, uh, faster. Four four one bucks. Go okay, it, so, so says Jay. Four o bucks. Four o bucks. I agree. Let's bring back, bring back the wheel. Get back, back it. See, we it's spell check. We got to spell check those things. Ooh, we're gonna have a good one to talk about oh, here. I love this. Ooh, this is this is probably outside of the Suns, the most uh, anticipated series of the playoffs. It is the three seed Sacramento Kings 
against the six seed Golden State Warriors. So, Justin, I'll ask you first, will you be watching this series? Very intently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Same here. This, this, is, this is the series outside of the Suns, one of the first round, obviously, that I'm the most excited about, hands Why? down. I, well, I think, well, first of all, we're looking at who we might be facing in the next round, yes. Uh, second of all, just the teams, right? You've got you've got the Warriors who everybody's still all over. It's like, okay, look out for the Warriors. Playoffs come around. It's the Warriors, blah, blah, blah. I was getting my hair cut today. The lady's like, oh, the Warriors. And I'm like, motherfucker, just finish my hair. I don't want to talk with the Warriors right now. Uh, and then you got the Kings, who I think you said the other night in, uh, in, in our group chat, Voida, like everyone's sleeping on the Kings. Everyone's picking the Warriors in this. And, and look, Hey, let's 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 hop on 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 Coach Team Evan B's uh, uh, bandwagon here and 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 heap some praise on Sabonis, right? I mean, the the, the Kings every, all season we've been expecting them to fall off. It won't sustain. It won't sustain. It won't sustain. Yet here we are. And I think I saw a stat today it was De'Aaron Fox uh, uh, amongst all guards that average twenty five or more a game has the highest shooting percentage on the season. I mean, it's going to be a fun series and. You look at a guy like Sabonis, and I'm interested to see how the Warriors are going to deal with that size. That's something that they mm-hmm. they obviously lack. So I think a lot of people are going to be picking the Warriors, and I sit here right now, and I don't know who I would pick, and, I, and I'll prepare for that question. Yes, but, that question is a coming. But, but I, I just think it's going to be a lot of fun watching those teams go head-to-head, and I think, well, mm. I won't say what I was about to say because I think that'll jump ahead a little bit. Okay. Okay. Well, Dave, I, I assume you are watching a maybe a couple minutes of the series, correct? Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Uh, let's see. Forty-eight times. How many games? I think it's going to go more minutes mm. than the last series we talked mm-hmm. about. Yes. I'm definitely going to be watching this series. Um, I I love that uh, you, your friend Coach Evan B has a has a Sabonis for the Kings. He's got a Saboner. Um, it's I, called I a Saboner. Yeah. Yes, I appreciate that. Uh, I think here's my problem with the Kings and, and people try to equate it. Not many. Actually, I was expecting more. So I'm not going to be one of those guys who says everyone says because I saw it once. But mm-hmm. uh, there are thoughts that the Kings um, surprise return to the playoffs is it has some similarities to the Suns surprised return to the playoffs uh, two years ago after a 10 year absence. However, the Suns had a top six defense that year. And the Kings have the 24th ranked defense this year. What's what's fascinating to me, you don't happen to have my stab me drop, oh, do you? Give me just one second. Let me scroll a little bit. And uh, I should have had this ready to go because I, I knew that you were going to be on the show. Hold, here we go. stab me. <laughs> what's fascinating to me is that the games in Sacramento are going to be in the 140s. And the reason I say that is because the Golden State Warriors this year have had the 29th ranked defense on the road. And the Kings have set new records for offense. They have the most most efficient offense, especially at home. Uh, in on the, on the opposite, on the road, or excuse me, when the Warriors are at home, they have the league's third ranked defense. And they have the the best home record. So the Kings have home court advantage. So you're going to see a couple of uh, games, 130 plus in the first two games. It's going to be fantastic. And if the Kings even go up 2-0, 
they just might go up 2-0 because they have so much. They have a great fan base. They have the great, great fan base there mm-hmm. in Sacramento. What else are you gonna do? But then, but then the Warriors. I know, right? There's nothing else. <laughs> they to can, do there. There, there's a river. Nothing. There is a river. There is and a, a bridge 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 Yeah, to go over. But anyway, they're it's very, nice very rabid. It's a pretty yes. sweet bridge. Yeah, very poor uh, downtown. <laughs> so they're they're going to light the beam at least once, maybe twice. But then the Warriors have three of the next four at home after that, mm-hmm. right? Because the middle of the series, as Suns fans know, there's no guarantee when you go up 2-0. And, especially, and, and Suns actually, actually have a better playoff record being tied 1-1 after home, with home court advantage than, than being up 2-0. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Mm. Um, but going up 2-0, you kind of, kind of start feeling yourself. You try, kind of start feeling comfy. And the Kings don't know how to not feel comfortable. They have missed the fewest games of any team to injury this year. Mm-hmm. The Suns led the league. I'm going to do another stat. You don't have to throw the thing Oh, man. Me. I was really That's excited. Okay. You don't have to. to. Okay. But um, the Suns <laughs> led the league last year my with son's daddy. minutes played together of a starting unit um, at 750 or so, and they only got in 38 games together to make those 750, right? Because that's about 20 minutes a game. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Kings, their starting five, got 60-plus games together this year. 50% more than the Suns yeah. led the league with a year ago. So... The Kings feel really good. Anyway, they feel great about themselves. They might go up 2-0. Then it's going to be fascinating seeing the Warriors just claw back into the series in the middle, three out of four. And then it's going to be, it's going to be about Game Seven, I think. I, I think it's going to go. Uh, but anyway, we'll talk about that in a little bit. It's going to be a fascinating series. That um, if the Kings don't win the first two games, there's no chance they're going to win the series. And uh, that's that's it. Yeah, I will. I will watch every minute I can of that series. So here's what's interesting about this series to me: is you mentioned the home and away splits. These teams are located what ninety miles from each other. Yeah. So when yeah. we talk about home and away splits, when we talk about fan bases invading opposing arenas, that's definitely something that we could see in this. The home court advantage, the light, the beamers. That are going to be at what is Sacramento? People leave Northern California, though. I don't think they do. I don't think they leave that area. It's all in Northern California. It's all in Northern California. So the San Francisco people are just going to drive over to the Golden. I know it's only they're not going to do that. Feel like they might. They're not. No, Warriors fans are going to do that. They've got their private jets. helicopters will, yeah they'll yeah it's like succession they just helicopter everywhere it's the ultimate like get the fuck out of here vehicle they just <laughs> I, I still feel i still feel like they don't they don't have that level of passion or commitment. i feel like the opportunity exists because you have to think about it from a mental standpoint of let's say that you're a kid from sacramento okay you're 17 years old your entire life they've sucked and during the, the your formidable years the golden state warriors have a dynasty you grew up a warrior formative fan. is that formative what you yeah, spell check. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> <laughs> Lackadaisical. 
<laughs> hey, hey, Dave, what was the one I said on the on our last pod? You texted me and you're like, how do you spell whatever? Or what was it? I forget, that? but that was our, hilarious. Our son's daddy's always there to correct oh, dude, our, our I grammar. I love it. After the like, fact. What's this After word? And I'm like, Justin does it to me, I don't know. You said that. Justin does it to me. Like, I'll wake up in the morning. And an, or, an, an article will post, you know, like the Center of the Sun article, which comes out every Monday on Bright Side of the Sun, will post. And Justin, will, he'll send me a text. And he's just like, um, I don't think you meant th- this word this way. And I wish I could remember the last time you did it, oh, what the word I was. I don't always catch those. Yeah, I do but, catch but, two or three but, every but, time. Yeah, but Justin always hits me on it. So, And I go no, back in real good. quick and change it. Uh, be, but anyway, that's, see, that's a fair, compliment. I do it because, like, because those are 5,000 words. Do it for me. Exa- so and I appreciate it. I'm never mad at you for doing that. Those are 5,000 word posts. You, you if you can yeah, find to peak at the right time, like peak, like peak at the peak. right time instead of <laughs> yes, peak at the right yeah. time. Yes. Yeah. There you yeah, go. We're looking for peaking. Where yes. were we? <laughs> so we were saying that there's a potential that the fan base in Sacramento, although they are loving this King's resurgence, you're going to have that division among fathers and sons. So a father's going to bring his son to the game and his son's going to be wearing a Steph a curry jersey while he's rocking a chris weber jersey there's gonna be a there's gonna be a uh surprise i agree with you there's gonna be a surprising number of people cheering for steph curry when he makes a big shot there mm-hmm. really are um but the kings have a rabid fan base they will drown them out quickly it's just like uh people coming to oh thank you but he, you know what Rao's gonna spend the rest of the pod trying to rile me up that's, that's that that's well then he'll and he, he'll just uh he'll talk about da and we should have drafted luca that's his thing oh that's, yeah luca um I don't know. When's Luca's next game? It's, but anyway, uh, he's playing. Move, he's playing on the sands on. of Cancun. Yeah. So let's, let's move. But again, on. I agree with both so, of you that so this, this he is husky. I, every Mavs post, I got that fat picture of Luca, the one that's been photoshopped, so he looks like he's a fucking six pound, hundred pound lifer. And I just <laughs> oh, that's real. I everything. thought that was real. That's not real. Looks pretty real to me. I mean, it's fantastic. But anytime anything like whenever Shams is like, they've been fined seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. I just post that, and then like the comments, salty Suns fan. He looks like you. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you fuckers on Twitter, it's great though. It's so funny. You're like um, son of a bitch. I'm like, really I'm like on damn, it backfired. I'm in the Duh. I'm, I'm in the bathroom, <laughs> half suicidal, thinking about starting my own media company. I just don't know what to do with myself. So at the same, like, time, it doesn't look like me. He's got hair. <laughs> exactly. Like if I had a hat on, maybe you know. But bringing it back to this series, it is going to be the most watched series. By far, because of the excitement, because of the storylines, because well, Suns Clippers will be pretty good. But you're, will, right. It, it you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Warriors Kings will be the most watched nationally. It will be nationally. It will be, and yeah. it's going to be exciting. And so I will ask you guys your predictions on this one. Dave, you already said seven games. Who wins in seven games? Oh, the Warriors. I think there's a. In my opinion, there's like a 92% chance the Warriors win this series. Wow. It's just a matter Very of if, calculated. If it's game six. Well, yeah, I just made that shit up. But <laughs> um, it's either game, it's probably game six, um, unless they absolutely have to win like the last two games to take the series. But I do think the Warriors close it out. The Kings, look, man, how, how many playoff series, how many high leverage playoff series does anybody on that roster have experience in? Demonis. Sabonis has been in a couple of playoff series, but they've been like first round out, run out losses. Yeah, who who on the uh, Harrison Barnes? I mean, he's oh a, yeah, that's true. Oh, with who? Yeah, with the Warriors. Yeah, <laughs> this is the Harrison Barnes revenge series. 
Mm, Alex had about Len. 10 years since he got he got replaced by Kevin Durant. Yeah. Sucks you... when a really good uh, uh, small forward gets traded for Kevin Durant and has a nice career the rest mm. of the career, but then everyone mm. still forgets his name. Not not in this fan base. Not in this fan base. Never Justin, seen. what do you think? You know what? I, I think it's going to go seven. I think okay. it's going to go chalk. I think huh? man, I think the, I'm going to I'm going to pick the Kings. So we I got... also agree with Dave. I think there's about a 92% chance the Warriors win the series, but I'm picking the fucking Kings. <laughs> You're going with that 8%. You're it anyway. no. so, I'm like you a true I'm a parlay fan. guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I've heard you both. I hear your arguments. Sustained, sustained. I think it's Kings and six. I do. And, and here's the reason wow. why. Well, and, and perhaps. Why did I join this pod? Well, I think it's because I'm just a a a Different blind. You're a great a, guy. A, I, I think I'm just I'm, I'm I'm a blind idiot. You know, it's like Jackson Brown once said, "I'm just going to be a happy idiot, struggle for that legal tender," and that's in this case. I think that I'll just play the happy idiot and watch everyone go for the Warriors. And the Warriors have been a team that, and I get it, they have the championship DNA. They just won a championship. They've won four in the last eight years, but they really have some depth issues. This team in the Sacramento Kings has a disgusting offense. And I get that they don't have defense. Like you said, 24th in the league. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. The seven seconds or less Suns were a defensive juggernaut compared to these Kings. Juggernaut. Like they would have shut these Kings out if they had to. And you look at the defensive rating of the Golden State Warriors, they're 17th in the league. They give up the 21st most points. So they're going to both, like you said, these are going to be 140 games. But the Kings have been a really, really good team in the clutch this year. And as you mentioned, De'Aaron Fox, somebody who last year didn't know what the fuck to do in the clutch, all of a sudden has become Mr. Yeah, clutch. And, I don't know why. And, That's awesome. It's That's unbelievable awesome the turnaround. Fox. It That's really awesome. is. And I, and I, I want to... Can I, I just jump? I'm sorry. That. I keep jumping in because I haven't done a pod in a while. I know. Um, so I don't you're have like, any etiquette. You're, you're like you're like Justin and Paul. I don't <laughs> think I ever had I'm etiquette. Paul now. You're Paul now. Yeah, you're Justin. Um, wait, how many wait. games? So we're talking about how awesome the Kings have been this year, right? Just awesome, awesome. man. Awesome. Awesome. And in a, in a conference where the Suns only won 45 games and the Clippers only won 44 and the Warriors only won 44 how many games did the, the the dominant Kings win? 48. 48. How many games 48. did the 2013-14 Suns win that didn't even make the playoffs? 48. Yeah. 49. We're we're no 48. Uh we are we are we are impressed with the Kings, but I mean for any any it's a it's been a lucky year right for them because they haven't had any injuries and haven't had to deal with like like Devin Booker didn't play enough games to even get considered for all-star or all NBA. Kevin Durant didn't play enough games. Um the Suns had so many injury history so much injuries this year. The Clippers were resting people on and off. The Lakers had injury issues. I'm just saying Let's not call the Kings like the seven seconds or less Suns. Let's not make that mistake. They won forty-eight I don't, games. I don't believe one person said that. No, but <laughs> not one. No, not but you're saying but just their because, offense just because is they, awesome. Just because we think they it is. These are the, the top Warriors. two offenses in the league. So the, what I'm saying is, offensively, they can hang with the Warriors. Yeah, 
Now, now, I'll, and I'll, I'll back up your argument, if you will. How many wins did the Warriors have? Well, they only had because they suck. They only have forty-four wins. Exactly, they're only four <laughs> games worse in the in the win and loss column than the Kings, and they're the sixth yeah. seed. So that fortifies yeah. your argument, and this will fortify your argument as well. What was the Kings' record against the Warriors this season? Oh shoot, I knew this. Was it one and three, three or zero oh and four? One and three. One and three. Yeah. So that's why I say Kings in six. Wait, wait. <laughs> Because it doesn't make any sense, and I don't make any sense. Because I'm Look, always wrong. Just ask the Warriors Justin are not about my plus good, fourteen and a half gonna... bet. <laughs> <laughs> the Warriors are not very good, but they're they're still going to figure out how to beat the Kings. So yeah, but I'm just you know this is I'll be a happy idiot. All right, let's go on to another series. Let's see here. Spin the wheel. All right, let's talk about. Okay, the 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 series that's going to get shoved down our throat for no reason and that is the lakers and the memphis grizzlies we know that this is you know with the two seed memphis grizzlies who are hampered who are hurt with the lakers who won in the play-in and lebron's hairline is looking as strong as kd's i mean i don't know all i know is justin like knows where kd gets his haircut uh, and it must be the same place as LeBron. But this is going to be the series. If the Golden State Warriors and the Sacramento Kings are the two series that are, or, or is the series that I think that we're going to enjoy the most outside of the Suns Clippers, I think that this is the one that we're going to be annoyed with the most because they're just this is the the lead on Sports Center every night. So I'll start with Dave on this one. How much of this series are you going to watch? I'm probably going to watch more than I want to. I'll just I'm just going to put it that way. Like. With the last series, okay, so the first series we talked about, I was, I'm not going to watch any, and I'm going to be happy. Second series, I'm going to watch it all, and I'm going to be happy. This series, I'm going to watch most, and I'm going to be unhappy that That's I did it. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> it's like naughty. It's like you're like watching porn. Yeah, God. This is not <laughs> porn. Don't, don't equate it to it's yeah. bad porn. <laughs> it's, gonna do it's bad like, porn. It's like donkey shows. It's like going down the... What the f- it's bad porn. It's not good porn. It's, bad it's going porn. down the wrong rabbit hole. That's for you know, sure. the, the way I, definitely I, going I, down I a it, hole. I, I feel like this is like a hate watch, right? Like, yes. yeah, it's like 600 yes. pound life. I'm going to sit there and, and grit my teeth and watch every second of this series. Are you seriously? Probably. I'm probably not like, going to watch every second, but I'm going to watch angrily. a lot more than I wish I did. I, I think I agree with you guys. Cause I think that this is a series where because it this one's tomorrow, right? They play tomorrow. So it's going to fall on the days in which the Suns aren't playing. Uh yeah. And because yeah. of that and because we're basketball junkies, we'll be watching mm. it simply because we're basketball junkies and you're like, "Oh, here I am watching the Lakers, watching the Grizzlies, not enjoying it, well, it's but gonna I'm be watching either it. this or that first series." <laughs> Yeah, so we're gonna but have the first to series will always be on earlier, right? Like that's, that's the one true. that's on when you're getting home from work, so you you catch the second half if you if you don't want to go play with the dog. But like right. this one, it'll be like the seven o'clock time slot. You have dinner in front of you. You're not watching Six Hundred Pound Life because you're eating a cheeseburger and you feel bad about yourself. Enough with the Six Hundred Pound Life references. <laughs> I'll, I'll stop that now. Well, it's, it started with Luca. Yeah, and it won't end with him. But, <laughs> but I'll tell year. you, not this year, thank God. But this is, I, I like, I just, I know that, and I'm, 
this is why I always like having Matthew right next to me because I'm the one who gets all flustered and pissed off about the media shoving it down our throat and, and Twitter. And Matthew like just doesn't care. Like he does the pod and like lives his life. Whereas like I'm <laughs> sitting there on my phone. just like <laughs> fucking don't tell me LeBron James is the goat. You know, like he's goatish. Okay. You know, but I will, I will hate watch this as well. Are you looking forward to any aspect of this series guys? I, 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 I kind of feel like, uh, uh, Dylan Brooks might like try to kill somebody, so that could be entertaining. Okay, and not like John ja Morant, like fake try to kill some like legit like uh, Austin Reeves pops into my head as the, as the guy he might go after. A hundred percent. That could be entertaining. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hate watch Jaron Jackson Jr. getting his fourth foul in the second quarter. Yeah, <laughs> of every game, defensive player of the year when he plays. When he plays, yeah. Don't talk to me about minutes played. <laughs> I'm really good when I'm out there. I'm just not good at staying out there because I'm not really good at defense. And I'm going to be really frustrated. <laughs> I'm going to sit on the sideline. And then I'm going to throw my hands up when I get that fifth foul in the third quarter. <laughs> so we I mean, seriously, is his last experience, his major experience in the, in the playoffs was against the um, Timberwolves last year. And the Timberwolves don't draw fouls, and he was still committing his fifth foul by the beginning of the third quarter. And so, I'm curious how it's going to go this year. If he figures out that fouling issue, he's fun to watch. He is, he is. I, I admit it, but it's also fun to see him get those dumbass fouls that gets him into foul trouble, and then then the Grizzlies have to patchwork. And you know what? They don't have anybody left to patchwork behind him because nope. Stephen Adams is out, mm-hmm. Brandon Clark is out. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. And that's no, why that's why a lot of people are picking the Lakers in the series is the lack of depth that the Memphis Grizzlies have. And I, I was saying it last night on the podcast, how I look at Triple J, or maybe I was saying on the jammies oh, two nights ago. I've been doing too many of these. Yeah. But it's like he, Kevin Grant trade all over again. Yeah, dude. That was oh, except you show up. Oh <laughs> zing. I was what I was there. What? He was a, he was no, a no, no, no. I mean, uh, Voida shows up to all of his episodes as opposed to <laughs> we need Kevin Durant to play more games. That's oh, no, I meant like because he's Voida probably, talking about you. He's, he, he's calling you Kevin Durant because your podcast <clears throat> is, is, yeah. is oft injured. Yeah, that's, not that's a good analogy. You're the Kevin Durant of podcasting. Bam, okay. but, when, but when you pod, it's great. Okay. I'll when take it. Pod, it's great. I'll and take then, it. And then like, I'm like, uh, Devin Booker, which is it's all volume, baby. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> Jamal oh, yeah, tri- Crawford. But there you go. Jamal, we're the Jamal Crawford of podcasts. We're the uh, uh, the Jimmy Fredette of podcasts. Oh man! By the Jim way, Earl. Jimmer, could Jimmer, you, could you clip that you're the Kevin Durant of podcasting thing for me and send it to me just for my? Yeah, just remember, it's like uh, just remember Jesus. Okay, right around the thirty-three mark. Uh, <laughs> Triple J, I was equating him to Gene Carlos Stanton because Gene Carlos Stanton's all or nothing, right? It's home runs or strikeouts, and that's how mm. Triple J kind of is, right? It's, mm. it's you know, he's going to go for the block or he's going to foul you every time. So, again, that's going to be one of the, the the challenges with this series is seeing. Did how you guys, you guys are all over social media. Did you uh, pick up on the whole hubbub over Jaron Jackson Jr.'s his block totals and whether they're real or not? Because yeah, he they... averages twice as many blocks as home at home as he does on uh-huh. the road, and yeah. how and then there was even more backlash from the JJJ lovers to disprove it. 
than there was in the first place to try to, you know, just rile the rile the troops. And if he wins defensive player of the year, it's a crime. <clears throat> I will say that. So real quick, in the concept of time, who's winning the series? How many games? Justin. Man, I fuck me. I'm going to do this. I'm going to pick the Lakers. Yeah. I'm going to say Lakers and six. Okay, Dave. Yeah, I think Lakers in six as well. It'll be it'll be, it'll be fun. There'll be ugly games. No one's going to be that impressed with the Lakers when they come out of this series. And then who are they? Who would they play in the next series? I guess it would be uh, Golden State Kings. Golden State Kings winner. Yep. So Golden State's going to make the conference finals again. Damn. Yeah. That's a won't, real shame. Won't that be a series waiting for us? Uh, Rauer in the chat says Laker in sevens. Men Kenny says Grizzlies in six. Uh, I'm with you guys. Lakers are going to win this series, and I'm, I'm going to equate it to something real simple. When you have a series like this, whoever has the best player is going to win. LeBron James can be the best player on some nights. AD can be the best player on some nights. John Morant is a great player, but he hasn't been the same. He ain't fine in the West. Uh, and I, I think that this is, again, one of those interesting situations where a 2-7, nobody's picking the two. So... Is the West a strip club? Is that the name of a strip club no one's picked up on? Oh, yet? that's why he's fine in the West. That would actually make more sense. Yes. That makes a hundred percent. Okay. Uh, also, before... don't 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 say nobody's picking the Lakers to ESPN. Cause... Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. Stewie Dewey Her. asks, uh, what's with Never all mind. The fat... That was a what... completely nonsensical comment in retrospect. Yeah, it was it was I thought it was more hyperbole. <laughs> That didn't happen. Carry Stewie, on. Stewie Dewey says, what's with all the fat people convo? Real quick, my wife is like watching 600-pound life all the time. So it's just like it's always in my life. Every time I come home, she's sitting there just like watching it. So I'm sorry about all the references to 600-pound life. I apologize, and I'll do better. All right. We only have five more series to talk about, so let's b- bounce through these. The Sixers and the Nets. Oh, nice. The Sixers and the Nets. So this is I'm psyched for this. This is another a 3-6 matchup just like the Kings and the Warriors. Sixers and Nets, a, a great series. Obviously, you're going to have Joel Embiid who I believe should win the MVP. You have Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson's the Twins who like to win are going to be playing for the Brooklyn Nets in this one, Suns East. So, I'll ask you this question, how much of this series are you going to be watching? anybody i will watch a good chunk of it yeah no i'll 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 watch as much of it as as i can Mm -hmm. um i've watched a lot more Mm -hmm. nets games you know since since the trade uh and this will just be a fun series i mean these two teams i think are gonna it's just gonna be a fun matchup right the the talent level on both teams and i i think i i think the nets can surprise some folks here in the series hey man what i want to say is i am proud in, in my corner of Sun's Twitter and my corner of Bright Side of the Sun, I am proud of the fact that the that fans can actually appreciate Kevin Durant and Mikel Bridges at the same time yes. without tearing one down to build up the other. Because we, as fans, uh, is in our nature to tear one down to build up the other. I don't know. Have we seen any of that before on, on Sun's fandom? Um yeah, so I, I think it's been fun personally and refreshing to me that people can appreciate the rise of Mikel Bridges in Brooklyn 
without tearing down what the Suns did and trying to trying to rip on, you know, there's only there's only one or two random people, right? And they they just sound so silly to say we should have stayed with, you know, what we had. Um, so I think that was a win-win trade for both teams. Um, I do think <clears throat> I, I thought I, well, here's what I think is interesting. Mikel Bridges obviously has played out of his mind. I mean, he's mm-hmm. even laughing about it in a good way, right? In the in the wholesome way that Mikel Bridges laughs about things. He's even laughing about how good he's playing. And he's like, I'm just having fun and seeing how far I can go with this. And it would not have happened quite the same way in Phoenix because he was he was uh, grown into the deferential role, you know, of of being that third, fourth scorer or fifth scorer in, in some cases, even sixth, uh, really, when you consider Cam Johnson. I remember a year ago, <clears throat> excuse me, I remember a year ago we were debating on a solar panel episode of who would finish with over 12 points scored a game between Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson. And that was the 2021 season. They went to the finals and they both finished right at 11 something. I think one of them might've exceeded the 12, but it was right at 11. Anyway, I'm, I'm digressing a little bit here. I love watching Mikel Bridges play. I love that he's playing Devin Booker's role. He took Devin Booker's number and Booker just loves it too. And everybody is so supportive of each other. Having said all that, he's not Kevin Durant, right? So I'd much rather have Kevin Durant than um, Mikel Bridges. It's like the trade of you guys aren't old enough, quite old enough for this, but uh, people were disappointed to lose Jeff Hornacek back in 1992. And Jeff Hornacek became an all-star after leaving the Suns. And everyone still loves Hornacek, and they also love the fact that Charles Barkley took the Suns to the finals. So that was a win-win. I'm happy about that, too. Uh, so it says, Jay, let me, let me, let me finish. You guys are jumping in. Let me finish. I will um, mute you I, so hard. Having said all that, um, Mikel Bridges may be an all-star someday, but I think the, the narrative is really funny. I heard this week, a couple of different places that Mikel Bridges probably won't even get named to all defense this year because he's no longer being hyped for that. And so he'll be, he'll, he'll he might make all-star someday, and mm-hmm. not make all defense anymore, and I think that's 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 what narrative is all about with the NBA. Hundred percent. I'm done. Go ahead. I am old enough to remember the Jeff Hornacek trade. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say I don't know if I'm complimented or offended by that comment. You're complimented Perhaps. because you guys look too young to have really, mm-hmm. really processed the 1992 trade of Jeff Hornacek. My problem. I mean, I was years 10. ago. Yeah. Anyway, and I was look, man, I wasn't trying to insult you guys. I'm just saying that back God, then, Dave, our people center. loved Jeff Hornacek, and that team had gone to, uh, what was it, three Western Conference Finals in five years or something like that with Tom Chambers led yep. the league in scoring. Jeff Hornacek was this just a perfect role player. Everyone loved him. He had the greatest smile and everything. And hey, if Mikel Bridges come back, comes back and coaches the sun someday in 25 years, I'll be thrilled with that too. Oh, what about but when he's was, back here in four years? He could be because his contract is so small. He's going to want to go free agency uh, to get the money he deserves. Oh, can't wait for that day. But I, but I tell you this, I, I will enjoy this series as well. I'm with you guys. I, you know, give me a knife and fork and I will just eat this series up because uh, we all love obviously watching Mikhail and Cam. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of like sending your kids off to college now. 
and now they're yeah. in college and they're and they're performing well and you're like, yeah you know way to way to get an a on that paper kid you know and as long as you don't hurt my feelings uh you know don't do drugs um <laughs> but ultimately i do think that philly wins this series because oh, you know yeah. i saw you know i mean philly's just a better team and they have joel and bead tyrus maxi is really coming to his own James Harden, this, this series will go as James Harden goes. And that's the one thing going against Philly is playoff Harden is a thing. And if, if he can overcome some of that, you know, he th- that's we're going to run into playoff Harden. That's most likely going to happen in the second round when they play the Boston Celtics, in my opinion. But in yeah. this one, uh, a young team, they'll be pestering and, th- and they will put up a fight. I think it's Philly in six. Yeah, I would say I think it's going to be Philly in five. Or okay. four. I mean, all the love I want to give Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson when they're your two best players, you've got a you've got a low ceiling. That's all. Fair. So I love those guys, but man, um, I'd say four or five. What do you say? So Nets and seven. Nets wow. and seven. What are you smoking that wacky tobacco with me while I watch the King series? <laughs> you guys are just boredish, boring me, so I'm going to say Nets and seven. <laughs> Fucking, oh, 73 is going to win. That's not fun. Somebody's got to say something else. Well, there you go. That's your but no, I, I, Nets matchup. Okay. I'm going to put some money on it, too, as a matter of fact, right now. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> multitasker. Down. Remember what I said earlier? I've, I've had worse bets, Poida? Yes. Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a, a couple more series to go through real quick. Spinning the wheel, let's talk about the Celtics and the Hawks. Celtics and the Hawks. This is another one of those series. You know, again, we were talking a little bit about uh, about the Hawks. I mean, I, I don't know how, how much I want to spend on this one. This is one I will tell you I will not watch. I can't stand watching Trey Young. Just yeah. can't stand watching him. Uh, he reminds me of a spoiled rich kid who whines and and gets his way and coaches are, you know, there's a turnstile in Atlanta of coaches who come in and leave. And it's all because they're trying to keep Trey Young happy. Meanwhile, they're losing quality coaches along the way. There's already some friction with Quinn Snyder, who's been there half a year. Nate McMillan's gone. Whoever was there before, gone. And this is a team that sucks. I mean, they are they, they can't play defense. John Collins, you'll watch a John Collins game, and he'll have, like, one good quarter. And if there's any other Suns fans on Twitter, watch, they're like, see, John Collins. I'm like, dude, just watch the rest of the game. And you don't know he's out there. The guy puts up, like, five yeah. good minutes every fourth game. He's Mr. Highlight. He is. And they're, they're good-looking plays. They're memorable plays. Mm. He, he's, he's what's, like, wrong with the NBA, right? Because the NBA is all about the highlights, and that's what turns people onto certain players. So if you're a, if you're a halfway casual fan, if you're, if you're a super casual, you don't know who John Collins is. If you're a half casual fan, oh no, like if you, you're a Suns fan, you absolutely know who John Collins is. Yeah, if you're a Suns been fan, finding for him for five straight years. Well, trade. he was nearly a member of this team too. I mean, that's the move that James Jones was going to make before Ishbia is like, no, 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 no. We're going for Kevin Durant. He's like, you know, James Jones, like, so here's what I got, Matt, with one T. I have two awesome, two options. <laughs> I've got two options. John Collins next. You know, so, uh, but yeah, I will watch probably none of Let this. Let me series. ask you guys a question though. And, okay. And, uh, we haven't seen, we've only seen Kevin Durant play eight games with the Suns. So it's all, all, all projection, right? But, um, do you think that the other option would have made the Suns more of a contender? than they were and we don't know all the pieces that would have been involved but john collins makes about 25 million dollars you would not have had to trade mikhail 
he probably would have kept scoring about 17 to 19 points a game. Mikel would have. Collins would have come in. Ben, your slightly taller, power forward-ish guy. Um, do you think acquiring a John Collins for, you know, like a Dario and Jay would have made, I don't think it, I know I'm not even going to ask you if they would have been a better contender than acquiring Kevin Durant. Cause that's a silly question, but would they have been more of a contender than they were without that trade? No. Contender. I, mean, I don't think so. I mean, you're, you're, adding a guy who regardless of whether he does it every few games or does it consistently still can't contribute. And you're giving up, if you're saying Dario and Jay, that's pretty much giving up nothing, little to nothing. Understood. But what John Collins does is he takes minutes away from other people. Like I am not as enamored with Terrence Ross as a lot of people are, because I think Terrence Ross gives up a lot more than he gets in scoring and uh, he commits fouls like crazy. I don't know. He's got magnets on him. Um, and it's just it's just crazy uh, that, you know, people that put up numbers, sometimes people think they're better than they are. So I don't think that would have made the Suns a better contender. So I'm really glad they actually swung for the fences on the Kevin Durant thing. Yeah, it's it's a lateral move at best because what John Collins does is he hurts your ability to spread out your offense on the floor, but he has to be able to, okay, go ahead, go ahead, please. Okay. So he, he occupies the space that DA kind of occupies. And due to that, it hurts the way that we space, the way that we run the pick and roll, you're clogging the paint. He's a 29% shooter from beyond the arc. And he's only successful when he cuts to the basket. If you look at the system that the Suns have and where Jay Crowder uh, thrived is he was the guy in the corner. And that's yeah. what you needed. And with Kevin Durant coming in and playing the four, obviously his what he does as a playmaker, uh, as an offensive threat, and as a defensive threat, it's much different. You you can he's pluggable in any scenario. Whereas John Collins isn't pluggable in this in every scenario. So the sheer learning curve with getting John Collins onto this team, knowing that it would have happened on February eighth, you know, knowing that the team would have had about what fifteen to twenty games to try to figure something out would have hurt us more. Our seating would have been lower. We would have lost more games and we would, we'd still be asking that question. How far can we go? We wouldn't have, I'd, I'd feel better with the organic chemistry we had. If we had made a different move, you know, if it's no KD, no John Collins, you know that there's another move there for Jay. I'd be more interested in that. Cause I just, I never was a fan of John Collins. Sure. Sure. Just, just because if anyone complains about DA, like you would hate John Collins. And it's so funny watching all the anti-DA people like drool over John Collins when those conversations John Collins came dunks. Up. Yeah, exactly. That's why there's like, oh. Yeah. Can we, was, stop talking about John, can we stop talking about John Collins in a hypothetical world where he's on the Suns now? Yes, okay. we can. All right, so I'll, I'll stop. So are so, we going to watch – what was the series again? Cel- no. Celtics in four. Celtics <laughs> in four. Celtics fucking in watching four. that shit. Maybe five. But I'm not going to watch five. it, even though um, I have grown to like watching the Celtics just play basketball when they're playing well. They're fun to watch. But, man, I hate the Hawks. Save it for so the second much. round. I'm with yeah. you. I can't stand watching Hawks basketball. Their jerseys suck. Every yeah. version of their jerseys suck. Trey Young's hair. They play. There's good as hair. I mean, the, come the on. chili shit, even though it's like properly uh, uh, air conditioned inside the arena, acting like you're cold. It's dumb. <laughs> It's dumb. It's immature. 
So says Jay, give us a prediction on the series and get it over with. Four Celtics. Fantastic. Okay. I've got, we're 50 minutes in. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> this is fun. I just like talking to you guys. All right. Knicks and Cavs. Knicks and Cavs. Okay. This, this could be an interesting one. This is your four five matchup in the Eastern conference. The, the New York Knicks uh, blockers. Uh, they finished with a final record of, uh, I don't have it up anymore. I had it up and, I didn't have it. All right. So uh, the New York Knicks a are couple four, of games of each other. Four, 47 and 35 fine. and yeah. Cleveland is 51 31. So uh, in fact, I have the seating wrong. It's yeah, I was going to the say. other way around. It's the other way around. So the, the Cavs are the four Cleveland's the five. What are we thinking on this series? Wait, the Cavs are the four and Cleveland's the five. Correct. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Can't be. Correct. Yes. Look, look, see my graphic. My graphic <laughs> is wrong. You heard, you heard it right, Dave. Yeah, I did. Same page. Okay. I heard it. What you did said, I say? You, you said you said <laughs> Cleveland's the four and the Cavs are the five or whatever. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> I, another typo. I'm so glad you guys are here to correct me. <laughs> <laughs> Where would I you be with the wrong you? guys? Do you that was know? More, I picked the right. That was guys. like a typo and a taco. Like it was <laughs> and a taco. <laughs> it's the long drink. It's a finish. Oh. The finish long drink. It's okay. Oh. We love. We love boy, your taco. Boy, oh, boy, All right, boy. let's go. I love taco. You love my taco. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the pink taco restaurants? Yeah. Yes. I went to do a grand opening, as a matter of fact. The one in Old Town. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Do you that remember one. when they were like five minutes from being the sponsor of the yes. Cardinal Stadium? Yes. Everyone who went to the pink taco wore an Ed Hardy shirt. Like that's like yeah, when you walked in, they I gave you an Ed Hardy just shirt. For the record, I, I refused. I refused it. They did. They did. But they yeah, don't force like, you to. It's just a strong suggestion. You're like, I just no. I'll never son, forget my, though. Yeah, someone pink, had to the, tell Pink Taco Bill Stadium. Bidwell, Bill Bidwell. Yeah. What a pink taco opening was? middle out on your stadium. <laughs> pink taco. It's like, hey, the roof yeah. is opening on the pink taco. Oh, it's getting warm. <laughs> So the, the Cleveland Cavaliers are the four seed. The Knicks are the five seed. Jalen Brunson's had a really amazing year. Cleveland is one of those teams with Donovan Mitchell, who's had an amazing statistical year. Uh, sometimes he can be boneheaded, especially in the clutch time. He's the same uh, dude. Yep. He is. He's the same dude as he was in Utah. And you're going to see him go for some 50-point games in this mm -hmm. series, I guarantee you, because he is a ball hog, uh, a non-efficient 50. That's, that's Donovan Mitchell. Uh, this is a series that I will watch uh, – I'm trying to think how Dave said it earlier. Like I'll I'll watch some of this and I'll and I'll be happy because this will be, be a, this will be a fun series to watch. Uh, but it's not one I'm gonna go out of my way to watch. You know, it's just I'm not really into the Eastern Conference that much, and I don't think that any of these teams like whereas the Sixers uh, are a team that I think can do some damage, and I know that the Bucks and the and the uh, Celtics are teams that can do some damage. I don't think any of these teams can truly do some damage. Cleveland might have the ability to upset Milwaukee in the second round if they get there. Uh, a couple games, but not in the series. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it, they might get one or two games. Uh, but in this one, I think I'm actually – I think it's a seven-game series, and I think it's Cleveland. What do you think, so? I, I – I, I... I feel like my level of interest in this series is probably somewhere along the same level as your interest in the graphic, right? Like, <laughs> I just don't care. Um, <laughs> my attention to detail on this Taco. series and, and be about the same. And and I, I don't 
disagree that it'll be like the the basketball could be enjoyable, but it's just like I don't know I, Cle- something about Cleveland. I just don't care to watch yeah. anything Cleveland related except for that Cleveland tourism video. Have you guys seen that? That's hilarious. No. I watch that. Be- believe I mean, land? Fake. No, no, it's like the fake Cleveland. It's, hey, at least we're not anyway. I'll I'll send hey, it to you guys later. I think I've seen it. At least we're not Erie, Pennsylvania. What? No, I, it's no. They, at the end, they're like. At least we're not Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know I've seen that. I know so, I've seen that. Um, Our water is is drinkable. And, yeah. and maybe part of it is also like the Donovan Mitchell thing. I'm just kind of like, man, you know. Yeah. But it's I, I, I just don't have a whole lot of interest in it. It's not to say, you know, if I'm flipping around, if I get home early from work and the game's on, I'll, I'll put it on the background. But but I'll take yeah, uh, so here's... I'll take the I'll take the Cavs too, and I don't know some six seven five whatever. I don't, again, I don't in a, care. In a number, wasn't yeah. it Dave who once picked the Suns to win an eight? Yeah, <laughs> remember that? Yeah, first round twenty twenty one three one. Hey, they're oh, win five speaking yeah, of five fun one. Dave memories, you know what I stumbled across the other day, Dave? Remember what? that time you called DeAndre Ayton Joel? Yeah, I came oh, across yeah. that video on my phone. It was uh-huh. fantastic. He it made me the video. It made me chuckle. Yeah, it's on my phone. I'm sure I, it's because I cut it and posted it on Twitter. You I did. Roll. It was fantastic, and Mikhail's hey. reaction was so great. So <laughs> Mikhail's head on DA. Is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Head uh, put his head on DA's shoulder, which he's uh, done on camp memories for years uh, since then. Um, what's interesting is is uh, Mikhail just did another. He's doing so many interviews now, right? Mm-hmm. And he was recounting draft night. And it's every time he tells the story, he's angrier and angrier over the trade. Right. It's like, I never heard this version of him. I was so mad. I was walking around behind the thing going, blah, 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 why are they trading me? All this stuff because Philadelphia was his hometown yep. team, his favorite team and all that. But every time he tells it, it gets more and more outlandish of how angry he was. And all I remember is the next morning after that draft was the press conference that that so is talking about here that um, they were side by side. And Mikel was just so happy go lucky that he just laughed when I when I called D.A. Joel. Now, for people that don't remember the actual press conference, the question I was trying to ask mm-hmm. 10th and, you know, I was waiting my turn all this time. And I'm like. Because Joel Embiid says, don't compare him to him because at least I play defense. And DA responded with a cartoon picture of him dunking on Joel. And I wanted to ask that question. And so I flubbed it. And then recently, I don't know if you guys picked up on when um, Matt Ishbia, no, sorry, when Kevin Durant was was introduced to the fans. And we were all there. And you guys did a wonderful job cheering when i had my question <laughs> that was awesome did you pick up on the fact that i that i said hey james i have a question for you and it was kevin i was talking no. to no <laughs> no yeah. we were too busy being proud I'm of terrible. ourselves i'm so yes. bad yes but they they knew what was happening james didn't get a single question in that whole interview and he knew <laughs> i wasn't talking to <laughs> but it was a great question and i got a lot of credit for it and i even did a radio interview later and they played back the entire thing and i heard myself go hey james Oh, fuck. and then you heard the <laughs> cheering in the background i did yes and that was awesome they actually played on it was 1060 um uh they actually played the question because they wanted to hear the to play the cheering for my name <laughs> in the background. obviously it was yeah it was justin myself and duarte were there 
And like when they say Dave's name, dude, go fucking crazy. We went well, it, was, it was a lot more than just you guys. I give you guys a ton of yeah. credit. But if it was just three of you, we could have told. But you guys either riled everybody up around you or the whole just section. Lemmings. Everyone's just lemmings. And yeah. Wow, cheering. Yeah. Everybody's cheering. Everybody's like, oh. So with wow. that being said, Cleveland in six. Okay. So here, let me tell another thing. I grew up in Erie, Pennsylvania. Did you really? Exactly two hours away. Did you really? All, yeah. All of Cleveland, that. Buffalo, and Pittsburgh. Did you watch and the so show? My mom's from Buffalo. Erie, Pennsylvania? No, fuck no. I, you know, it's I, on, I haven't. I've been. It's on, no, it's on I grew up in Erie, it's Pennsylvania. Really I didn't say I loved it. But anyway, when you're growing up, you have to pick your fandom. And if you like one team, you cannot like the others. And I picked the Steelers when I was very, very young. And so I, to this day, cannot celebrate anything Cleveland or Buffalo. Even though Buffalo should be fun to love in football, you know, the NFL, I should love watching Josh Allen and all that, but I just can't. Let's go, can't Buffalo. My my stepbrother loves Buffalo and hates the other teams. I have cousins who love the Browns and hate the other teams. And it's fun when we get together and it's, oh, it's yeah. you know, it's football season. It's awesome. Yeah, it's like me hanging out with anybody in Arizona and I say go Dodgers. You had to say it, didn't you? No, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I grew why up in did LA. I join this podcast. Oh. Yeah, I could have been an Angels fan, you know, but but nobody that? is. But nobody is. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't want to be. I don't want to be all alone. Imagine so. being a fan of a franchise with two of the greatest players to ever play the game of baseball <laughs> and still be the worst. And you can't. Oh wait, win. those are Mavericks garbage. fans. <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's. <laughs> the Mavericks are the Angels now of the NBA. Okay. <laughs> the Angels next don't play series. in the NBA, but it's okay. Uh, What'd you say? No. I, I the Angels. Oh. No. Are the you Mavs of the, the NBA? Reference? I get the reference, but it's a, it's backwards. No, the Mavs are the. You said the Angels are the Mavs think, of the NBA, not the Mavs are the Angels of the NBA. You got it. Back. Whatever. It was a talk. You, everyone knows what I meant. Yes, just like Cle- uh, Cleveland and the Cavs. So who's going to win the fucking series, Dave? I don't even care. Cool. But I'm going to say Last series. <laughs> we Cleveland and talk. the Cavs. Who's going to win the Cleveland and Cavs series? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so this is one we have to pay attention to. It's Denver versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. I want to get your guys' take on this one because the Suns, if we beat the Clippers, this is who we play, is the winner of this series. Mm. So we all know it's going to be Denver, right? Nod your heads yeah. and say yes. Mm. Is there any way? I will say this. I won't, say, I won't ask the question. I'll make a statement. Don't even say anyway. Cleveland or Cleveland. <laughs> Minnesota winning tonight is good for the Suns because you have uh, uh, Carl Anthony Towns. You have Rudy Gobert. You have size to throw at them in theorem to, you know, wear down no. some Jokic minutes. Okay. In theorem. That's better than Oklahoma City's lack of defense, lack of size on the interior to that would allow the the uh, the Denver Nuggets to just sweep right through the series. Denver might sweep right through this series, but maybe they can throw a foul or two on on uh, on Jokic. I don't know, but we all know it's Denver. Right? Sweep the leg, <laughs> sweep the leg, Johnny. Dude, and, yeah. and hey, Rudy, Rudy might like anger Jokic and his brothers enough to like punch maybe- them. Yeah, there could well, be some fireworks or like but, some like fake fireworks, right? A does lot of, Rudy a lot of anger tough guy the other teams or does fighting? he only anger his he own only, teammates? It's internal. He only fucks up yeah. his own team. 
and and perhaps Rudy might, I mean, you know, spread spread some disease amongst the players, maybe wear him down a little that way. Who knows? Yeah, just touch did you hear, Did you hear Rudy say that he probably wouldn't have even been able to play in that suspended game because his lower back is so bad and he might not even play tonight? And then he oh, ended sh- up playing. Shut up, Rudy but, Gobert. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, my pick in that series is definitely Denver in four or five. They're going to feel pretty good about themselves, and uh, it's going to be a lot of predictions of, of Denver beating the Suns, I would think. But um, I, I can't wait to play Denver. Can't wait. Well, in order to get there, Suns, Clippers. It's what everyone's been waiting an hour and three minutes. They put up with Dave's senior moments going back to Erie, Pennsylvania. They put up with my tacos. Miss- no, it actually happened. A senior moment is something that didn't. But no, anyway, a, senior, a senior moment is when you just kind of go off on a tangent. <laughs> and no, you I'm get telling to, you why I can't pick Cleveland. That's yeah, that, that was like the longest way. You're like, dude, I grew up in Erie, Pennsylvania. Can't pick Cleveland. So I'm going with the Knicks. And you never even said you were going to pick the Knicks. <laughs> you said you didn't care at the end of it all. Yeah, after all <laughs> that. After all that. I don't want either team to win. I want them both to lose. So Suns versus Clippers. Taking a look at the Clippers as an opponent. Okay, regular season, they won the same amount of games as the Golden State Warriors, 44 games, but they had the tiebreaker. They were 13th overall in points per game with 113.6. They were 12th overall in opposing point per game in 113.1. Offensive rating of 115 is 16th best in the league, 114.5. Defensive rating, 18th in the league. Rebounding, 17th in the league. Assists, 24th in the league. Three-point shooting, 38.1% third in the league so taking a look at the los angeles clippers as the first round opponent for the phoenix suns i'll ask you both this because i know the you're going to be watching every game i assume so i don't need to answer that question i don't need but i do want to know what is the biggest weakness you feel the phoenix suns might have against the clippers i'll start with justin because Dave will talk for an hour. And he'll be right. <laughs> oh. He'll be right in what he says. How about that? Is the first time anybody's ever started with me because I will be more brief than the other person. Isn't that like, crazy? Let's, let's take a moment here to acknowledge this. This is like a, a, a historic moment. Um, you know, the, the stat that the Clippers are third in the league in three-point shooting, uh, that, that's the one thing if you're going to ask me to point to something in this series, I'd point to that. Because, I mean, we know that the Suns give up a ton of threes. We, we, we see how often you get a guy on another team who just goes off from three that, you know, whether they regularly do or do not, it's, 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 it's a situation where it seems like it just gets, uh, what's where I'm looking for, uh, exaggerated against the Suns, right? Compounded. Guys just go off, right? I, I can see a series like this, a guy like what, Norm Powell go off, something like that. But ultimately... I mean, I won't put the uh, card ahead of the horse here and say what I'm going to pick, but I think you probably know. Uh, but yeah, if you ask me to point to something, I guess it'd be three-point shooting because it just seems to always be an Achilles heel for us to a certain mm-hmm. degree. Ain't no in the bubble. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, I think the problem for the Suns is going to be turnovers uh, turning into points for the other team. It's been ghastly lately how many live ball turnovers the Suns have. They used to be when they would commit First of all, they commit a league low number of turnovers the last couple of years uh, in the 11, 12 range. And, but, and, and almost all of those would be dead ball turnovers where the other team is taking the ball out 
from, uh, you know, from the sideline. This year, they're still only averaging 12, 13 turnovers, but they're all live ball. Like yeah. cam campaign throwing it sideways across the court and, and the other dude getting a dunk. Chris Paul is having live ball turnovers more often than ever. Uh, Devin Booker has always been prone to live ball turnovers. That's where the, that's where the Clippers can, um, uh, you know, get that extra 10 points over on the suns is on those turnovers. And then of course you've got the free throws. The great thing. Um, and of course I might, I'm going to jinx it by saying this, but Kawhi has not forced himself to the line as much as he used to in years past, but he could because the Suns would put him there if they if given an opportunity. So while I'm I'm a little worried about three point shooting, they're gonna look the Clippers are gonna have two games in this series where they make 17 plus threes. That's gonna happen. And then there's gonna be the other four games or the other five games of the series, not five wins, but the other five games of the series where they're not and the Suns are gonna take, you know, however many they need to. So I really think that the live ball turnovers are going to be the key. And if that gets combined with them making a ton of threes, you've got a bad looking game. And I, I agree with you. I, I think you're both correct because one kind of feeds into the other, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're both now all three with me stating this. We're all, we're all talking about the perimeter. That's their strength, right? Even though they have a Vita Zubak and they got Mason Plea, yep. Yeah. It's a, it's a clipper strength uh, and they can, there's going to be that game. We we saw it against Dallas last year. Dallas mm-hmm. was not a good sh- three point shooting team, and the Suns turned them into one. The Suns right. turned them into one, and we are not a great perimeter defensive team this season. We allow a ton of threes, right? Uh, we're really good at offensive rebounding. We're fifth in the league in offensive rebounding, and we're going against a team that is uh, that's not. You know, even with the Vita Zubak, Mason Plumlee, some of their their size that they have on the interior we have the ability to allow the other team to get hot from beyond the arc sometimes mm-hmm. and get confidence. And it, and it's, it's frustrating. And mm-hmm. I think that the Suns are going to have a hard time defending the three point line against this team because they love to shoot the fucking three ball. Okay. Uh, another thing that's going to be really interesting in this series, I feel is the way that they defend Russell Westbrook because he's a lot different than like Reggie Jackson was with this team, right? Mm-hmm. Reggie Jackson was a pull up spot up, shoot up three, three guy. Whereas Russell's constantly putting pressure on the defense in transition. He's going right at the hoop. So I, I, you know, foul trouble is something that we have to just kind of keep an eye on busy's health. I think is very big because jock is not a defensive center. You know, he can get some blocks here and then, but if you have busy in there, you have a little depth behind DA, I think that that's going to allow success for the Phoenix Suns and, uh, you know, again, kind of stopping the the Russell Westbrook onslaught. Because Russell Westbrook, he's another one of those players, right? He can look really good and he can look really, really mm-hmm. bad for stretches of a game. And all you have to do is try to get him inside of his own head and you'll be okay. Ultimately, I, I, I'm not worried about this series. And that always scares me when I say those kind of things, right? Yeah, we weren't worried about the Mavericks last we year. We weren't, either. and that's why I'm scared, you know. But here's I, another fear of mine. Uh, is, speaking of not, yeah, right. Uh, speaking of uh, little worries and and hearkening back to last year's playoffs, I'm look. I think Monty Williams deserved Coach of the Year the last two years. I mm-hmm. really do, and I also think this year he did his best coaching job. I do because I agree. 
uh, he got this fucking team to fourth seed in the West mm-hmm. with Devin Booker not playing enough games to even qualify for awards. Like we, Devin Booker missed two months. Chris Paul missed two months. Cam Johnson missed two months, two and a half months campaign. before he came back. Campaign missed month. All these guys missed games, and Monty Williams still had them all committed. These other teams are turning on each other. They're knocking. They're getting their coach fired. All this stuff. Monty Williams kept them all on a string to the point where Saban Lee at the end of the year, when he got his, finally got his 44 minute game, you know, he's like coach Mont always talks us up, always keeps us positive and keeps us ready and keeps us motivated. All these guys, he's got them in his corner and playing well. However, having said all that, he is stubborn as fuck in the playoffs. And when he decides he's going to go with something and it's going to work eventually, he thinks you pound the rock and you keep working it until it, it breaks and, and you win by doing the thing you believe in. And last year against the Mavericks and the year before against the Bucks, it didn't ever turn in his favor and he lost the series. So the only other worry I have this playoffs is Monty Williams not having learned his lesson and been able to get off the nut of thinking one way is going to win a series. And if it didn't win once, it'll win the next time. Sometimes it doesn't. Well, don't read the answer to question number eight on the Suns Clips Previews Predictions Roundtable for Bright Side of the Sun because <laughs> the question is, what will the Suns' biggest strength be? And you say, make it a surprise, so not Kevin Durant's shot making. And my response was Monty's adjustments. <laughs> said, everybody gives Ty Lue credit for his ability to make in-game and in-series adjustments. As Monty Williams enters his third postseason with the Suns and knowing that he has both Kevin Durant and Devin Booker on his roster, I believe his experience will begin to show. I feel the decisions he made throughout so. the regular season will uh, display a coaching maturity that Monty doesn't get enough credit for. How he manages rotations will be key to success for the Suns, and they will be dictated by the adjustments that Monty makes. And now and, you, you don't have to read that tomorrow, people. And and that's exactly Void. I love that because Dave, when you said this was Monty's best best coaching job this season, mm-hmm. it's going to continue. You got to think that carries over. I and and I don't know what your what your thought process is in that, but I assume that involves different adjustments that you wouldn't have seen him make in prior years. So I think the logic would dictate that that does carry over. He doesn't suddenly regress in the postseason. So perhaps the concern is that Monty does not regress as a coach. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right, right. We don't want him to, that's, that's a good way to put it. Look, who, what's he going to believe? Here's the best thing. What he believes in the most. Landry should believe in the most. Yeah, right. (laughs) Way too much. What he believes in the most is Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, and Mm -hmm. those guys know how to deliver. So I'm very happy about that. In fact, part of part of the best coaching job he's ever done is the dude who did he who did he give way too much trust to last year in the playoffs in these last two years? Chris Paul, right? Like Chris Paul would wear mm-hmm. down and he'd still run him out there for mm-hmm. 40 minutes, still put him on an island on switches, all this bullshit. Guess who changed the most this year? Chris Paul. Chris Paul. He convinced Chris Paul quietly, Hall of Famer, top 75 player in the history of the NBA, was all NBA last year to take a back seat and become a catch and shoot player this year. He became basically, he joked about it mid-year. He became Jason Kidd this year, late career Jason Kidd, where he who won a just championship. A, who won a championship by being a catch and shoot guy who didn't score very much, 
but he was, he, he caught it basically. So Chris Paul is now that corner three point shooter that we're worried. Josh Okoge might not be when yep. Josh Okoge can be the Mikhail Bridges slash and, and cutting and guy, you know, guy like that who doesn't stand still. If you can put Kevin Durant or Chris Paul in that corner, instead of Josh Okoge, you become almost unstoppable that I love. I love that. And those guys are going to come through. I just hope he doesn't put too much on a Landry Shaman or somebody like that. But so he is set up for success and you're right. He, he, I'm hoping he grows and he becomes the adjustments maven this year. So two questions before we get out of here. First question, and I'm stealing from you, Dave, what's going to drive you crazy in this series? Great question. What's going to drive me crazy this series is Mm -hmm. those guys putting their hand in the cookie jar and putting Clippers on the line. One of the things that Mikel Bridges was really good at, and those guys were really good at in prior seasons, is getting their hands free. One of the the reasons DeAndre Ayton does not get foul calls on him too often is because he keeps his hands visible to the reps. Those guys knew that. Josh Okogie, Torrey Craig, they stick their hand in the cookie jar constantly and get called for it. And they wonder why campaign. I mean, Damian come on, Lee, guys. chill. Keep Terrence your hands Frost. free. Use your hips. Use your chest, and stay it's out of foul trouble. It's going to drive me crazy. It's all in the hips. It is. <laughs> what about you, Justin? What's going to drive you crazy in this series? Uh, other I don't Suns know, fans. man. Other Suns fans. <laughs> other Suns fans. Possibly other Suns. Ooh, that's fans. a good you know, answer. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna I guess, exa- I'm gonna go off on that here in a second. Go, go I'll for go it, to a default, and I'll say some something some ref does is gonna is gonna annoy me. The ref, to, oh well, yeah, that, that's yeah. guaranteed. When we get that like, Scott Foster game in Game Four, see, I feel like they'll save him for later in the playoffs to drive us crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think the Suns were like two and one or three and one in Scott Foster games this year. Uh, yeah. Two and one, but I think the two wins were without Chris Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. So, I, yeah. I, I, I like, I, I'm, I'm going to look that up because if that's correct, that's, I that's think that fucking amazing. at least one, at least one, <laughs> if not both. So, yeah, you know, I was saying something yesterday. I did like an Instagram live thing before I went live on the podcast. And the thing I was saying to all Suns fans out there, be humble. We could look like some fucking douchebags as a franchise and fan base. During postseason, looks like douchebags. Yeah, but like we're sitting there, like counting fucking money, sons and four guy. Like I'm talking two years ago, obviously, and we were humbled last year, last year because of it. So go enjoy, enjoy the playoffs, have fun, hang out with your friends, come to the Suns wa- Suns Jam Session Watch Party, which will be uh, for Game Four, twelve thirty p.m. at uh, Blue Agave in in Scottsdale. We're gonna do a watch party. We're gonna do a live podcast. Gavin from the Aussie Suns fans is gonna be in country. So he's going to be hanging out with us, you know, but, but enjoy these moments. That's what this is all about. It's about sharing those, these, these precious moments with family and friends as we watch our sons in the postseason. what brings everybody together, the random people at Wait, work are he's coming, coming up over asking, from Australia and he's here when they're on the road Poor guy, man, poor it's, guy. It's, it's a, the, the timing of it just was unfortunate. For yeah. Him. So he was praying for a drop to the fifth seed. <laughs> he wanted the five seed probably, <laughs> you know, poor guy. Yeah. But again, Enjoy but don't be a douchebag. Don't be a douchebag. But the thing that's also going to drive me crazy in this series, and I know, and this is every series, but offensive rebounds. I mentioned a little bit earlier because I've already looked up the statistics because there's nothing worse in the postseason than giving up an extra possession to the opposition and extending possessions. It's the one thing I yell at my TV all the time 
every time I watch a basketball game. Grab the Get fucking ball. The rebound. Grab the yeah. fucking ball. We all do it. <laughs> and that's what'll drive me crazy. All right. Prediction time. Prediction time. Prediction time. Brought to you by your sponsor. Uh hold on. Where's my sponsor? Here we go. Fuck. Uh <laughs> predictions, ladies and gentlemen. Predictions. What are we doing for our predictions? Suns or Clippers? I'll start with Justin who predicted the Suns would go 8-0 in the bubble. For those of you who are new to the Suns fan base, this guy right here predicted the Suns going 8-0 in the bubble, and he meant it. And he, also picked, he also picked the one seed for the Suns a year ago before the season started. Yes, that was literally his Twitter handle for an entire season. One seed. Now it's KD Book. So what and, do you and, think? And, and, and I'll, from, from just for, for the record, this is more of a podcast-centric thing. Paul back in like 2019 predicted K- KD to the Suns. Now it took a little bit longer than expected, but so you know wow. we've got a little propensity. Just I've saying. made a lot of predictions in the last five years. I'm gonna have to go back and look at which ones yeah. came true five years later. Two, okay. two and a half, two and a half of them did, Dave. I saw your math; it wasn't right. No, you my gave math yourself was more right. credit. I got five you gave yourself more credit than you should have. So you gave you me said, less you, credit. Than no, I you should. said the Suns would start slow and end strong. Incorrect. Yeah. They started strong, played like shit in the middle of the season, and ended strong. No, the majority of the season was slow and they ended strong. Nope. I give the, myself we, we were the number one seed for the first month and a half. Yeah, of the David, season. come on. First month and a half. That's yeah. like the first quarter. Okay. Who cares but that's who starting. The first that's quarter? starting. <laughs> starting. <laughs> that one was <laughs> wrong. You're wrong on that one, Dave. <laughs> I love it because I, I, you wrote a whole like response to that article. I did. It was great. It, that's what it's about, man. <laughs> and you were wrong. That, that gave me writing. Material. I know. That's what it's about. <laughs> You're welcome. I inspired you. Yeah, you calling did. you out. Because in our, our Slack channel, I'm like, by the way, Dave only got two and a half right out of 13. Because like, 14 still up in the air. He's like, I'll show him. And he broke them all 12 down. 12 hours <laughs> later, I had two oh, that, words that's on what it. That whole thing was. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'll show Void of what is wrong. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to inspire you, man. Now, if I can get if I can inspire Khalil, it'll be a miracle. So again, what are we what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Suns in, Clippers in. What are we doing, Justin? What's what's so, the final tally? The series will last four games, and oh. the Suns will win it. Oh, and wow. I have to say wow. it that way because a shorter phrase has been ruined forever. Thank you. <laughs> That's not being a douchebag, and I appreciate that. Dave, what do you say? Um, I'm going to say, oh, I can't. It's not doing it. So, ah, fuck it. My camera is not showing my hand. But anyway, you know, I was going to do Suns <laughs> in four and two, so six games. Okay, so Suns in six. Uh, my prediction, I'm saying Suns in five. I think there'll be that one game in which the Clippers yeah, just get hot from three, and unfortunately we'll lose a game because we'll kind of give it to them. To both of your points, Dave, you were saying that they turn the ball over. Live ball turnovers lead to easy three-pointers. Those That's going to be a game that the Phoenix Suns end up losing. So Suns in five. Gentleman sweep. A, mm-hmm. a gentleman sweep indeed. No one's ever so- called KD, Devin Booker, or Chris Paul gentlemen. But it'll be Suns and five. Have you guys watched Katie's interview on David Letterman's? What is it like? My next interview? No, blazed. I keep meaning to. So blazed. You guys got to so watch. It. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. They're talking about it. He goes, David Letterman's like, so like, how how often how often do you smoke smoke weed? And Katie just goes, I'm high right, right, right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my guy. <laughs> anything else we want to talk about f- before we get out of here guys no 
I'm looking forward to this. You know what? I think the Suns are going to have the right mentality this year. Um, uh, last year, they were they thought they deserved to be back in the finals to prove that they could win the finals, and they overlooked the earlier rounds. Mm-hmm. And this year, I think they're properly motivated in every round. Um, so I, I love how the mentality is different every single year, right? Two years ago, they were worried they'd even win one game. And so they were so hyper-focused on every game. Last year, they, they thought they'd never lose a game. This year, they're properly... Um, oh, Balanced, yeah. Appropriate fear is what Monty Williams said they lacked Ooh, last year. That's a good In the way middle to put of it. the playoffs, he said they lacked appropriate fear. This year, they've got that. But they also have a lot of confidence because of Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. And this year, we don't have to worry about a COVID outbreak. Yes. Hopefully. I mean, you know, it does still exist. But, but yes. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure protocols don't exist in the NBA anymore at this point. No, they don't. They so don't. It, it, it will Let's be just exciting. hope Chris Paul doesn't celebrate his birthday too hard this year. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. What he's birthday? Still, he, it doesn't still, exist anymore. He's still hurt. He's going to be 38 this year. Christ. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. I look forward to having you guys on the podcast again to talk about things. Uh, I think the next time we all see each other will probably be Sunday. Is that correct, gentlemen? Dave, you're going to be at the stadium? I'll be at the arena. Yeah, Hercules, we, Hercules. Right, as Hercules. will we. So, right on. So we'll have to meet Maybe up. we can all give each other a high five. Yeah. Should oh, we, hey, Dave, I can't help notice shirt? you changed your profile picture. I'm offended by that, by the way. Well, <laughs> well you you use the same profile pictures, and then people got us confused. <laughs> how, many people, how many people do I have? This one guy's like, yeah, I don't know about this, Dave. And I was like... And then it was yeah. gone like three seconds later. I'm like, oh, okay, good, good for you. <laughs> oh man, the power of influence it does right. amazing things. It'll make a, it'll make a podcast change its name and change it back again, if you, <laughs> depending on the conversation. So, Suns Down Under. Suns, Aussie Suns fans became Suns Down Under. Became Aussie Suns fans after talking with me and then talking with Justin. It's fantastic. The power of group chat's amazing. So let's see if we. We'll, hey, what can we get Gavin to change it to next? <laughs> oh, yeah we'll, we'll 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 sidebar on that we'll, we'll figure one out at the game uh justin tell everyone where they can follow you and every now and then hear your podcast you can find me on twitter at so says jay our podcast is at fan the flames nba we 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 post on twitter on our podcast feed less than we post actual podcasts so i maybe don't even bother <laughs> with that um sometimes i accidentally post from there though which happened the other day actually so uh i and 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 you can. It's find funny when you accidentally po- you post from your podcast thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've done yeah. it too. Yeah, I, I did it. I think <laughs> in response to a. one of your posts. As a matter of fact, oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just remember, Rao says Luke is still better than Aiden, Dave. Hey, hey, Rao. Dave. I don't know who that is, but I think Rao sucks. Let me just say that. <laughs> wow, fighting words. He loves Dave, that. Dave, can you tell everyone where they can follow you? Uh yeah, you can follow me at Dave King NBA. It's right there. And uh, I, you can f- see my writing on brightsideofthesun.com. And I appreciate you guys tuning in tonight. It's awesome. Good to have you back, Dave. Thank you again, Justin, for joining me. Of course, you can follow me at Darth Voida on Twitter. You can follow my podcasting partner, who hopefully is recovering from his migraine. I think what it is is he's actually just going out on dates and just telling me he's going on. He has a migraine. So good for you, Matthew. Slay him. Yeah. They but, probably but, end the, sim- the same way. <laughs> <laughs> With him going home and loving his family? Yeah. <laughs> you can follow him at Matthew Lissy. You can follow the show at Suns Jam. And, uh, of course, you can read my writing and Dave's writing at brightsideofthesun.com. The number one 
blog site for the Phoenix Suns on the interweb. So Forever, until, yeah. uh, until the end of game one, when we go live with our post-game podcast, everyone have a fantastic evening and go home and love your family. <laughs>